I'm Denise Densai. Here are the stories making headlines in the Philippines and across the globe. The Duterte administration downplays criticisms of government programs sending returning immigrant, rather migrant workers and locally stranded individuals back to their respective provinces. President Duterte's spokesman Harry Roque says he does not see slip-ups in the enforcement of the Hatid Provincia, Hatid Tulong and Balik Provincia programs. These government projects have been cited by local officials in eastern Visayas as the cause of the rise in COVID-19 cases in their areas. The concerns come weeks after President Duterte gave government agencies a one-week ultimatum to send back home returning OFWs stuck in quarantine centers due to delayed COVID-19 test results. Siguro nagpapanik lang yung ilang mga LGUs natin kasi dati wala silang COVID case. Pero wala naman pong problema. Miski magkaroon kayo ng COVID case, eh, i-quarantine nyo lang po at i-isolate at gamutin. Wala namang lapses. Ang meron po tayo, kakulangan ng uh, testing kits. No? Uh, napakadami po kasi mga OFWs na umuwi. Sangayon sa huling ulat po ni Secretary Bellio, mahigit kumulang 54,000 na mula nung Mayo ang mga nakauwing mga uh, OFWs na ubus po o talagang sila po ang gumagamit ng mga testing kits natin na PCR at hindi naman tayo um, uh, pumapayag na rapid test kits lamang no the National Task Force Against COVID-19 has already promised it will tighten security measures for the Hatid Provincia program. Thousands of city buses and modern jeepneys resume operations in Metro Manila under the second phase of public transport revival in areas under general community quarantine. Some 4,600 buses have been deployed along old jeepney routes to avoid traffic buildup on major thoroughfares. Drivers can only pick up and drop off passengers at designated bus stops. Around 1,500 modernized jeepneys can now also ply 15 routes across the metro. The passenger load for each jeepney must not exceed 50% of its capacity to ensure physical distancing. Traditional jeepneys and provincial buses are still not allowed to operate. Transport authorities are also finalizing guidelines for the resumption of UB Express operations in Metro Manila. The Land Transportation Franchising Regulatory Board says the calculated approach is meant to ensure they can balance the responsibility of gradually restarting public transport while preventing the spread of COVID-19. The LTFRB aims to allow UV Express units to restart operations by the end of the month. The coalition of operator and drivers of UV Express for its part says they are well equipped now to follow precautions against COVID-19. To implement the health uh, protocols, pero yun nga eh, kami parang basang sisiw, hindi kami makakabiyahe. Traditional jeepney drivers disappointed their vehicles were not allowed to ply the roads of Metro Manila on Monday. Piston says traditional jeepney drivers have adopted safety precautions against COVID-19 a long time ago in the event they are allowed to resume operations. The group believes the government's priority is really to push for the phase-out of traditional jeepneys. Piston also cites an article published by research group Ibon Sunday saying traditional open-air jeepneys are likely safer against COVID-19 than their air-conditioned modernized counterparts. But Malacanang is not convinced. Alam naman na paghara pan talagang upuan, 
eh talaga namang mas uh, uh, mataas yung chance na magkahawahan. May hierarchy po tayo ng public transport at nasa baba po ang mga jeepneys. Kung kulang naman po ang supply ng bus, ng modern jeepney, eh ikukonsidera naman po natin ang paggamit ng mga jeepneys. Around 14,000 workers of provincial bus companies have lost their jobs due to the COVID-19 pandemic. Provincial Bus Operators Association President Alex Yage says the workers were either asked to retire or were retrenched. But Yage adds drivers are not the only ones left jobless by the health crisis. Actually, sa bawat bus kasi, hindi lang naman isang driver ang apektado dyan. Bawat bus, Merong isang driver, merong isang konduktor, at merong support staff. Yung support staff, ito yung mga mekaniko, yung uh, dispatcher, yung uh, inspector, yung mga ticket seller sa mga terminal, pati yung mga nasa opisina. Sa bawat isang bus, mga 3 to 3.5 na tao ang nakasalalay ang trabaho sa bawat isang bus. Malacanang says resumption of provincial bus operations is still not allowed. An advisor on the government's COVID-19 response believes the Philippines is now on the deceleration phase of the pandemic curve. But Dr. Ted Herbosa warns Cebu City may become the country's next virus epicenter, citing recent surge in cases in the locality. They had facilities, but they decided to use home quarantine for mild or almost uh, uh, very weak symptoms of patients that turned positive. I think this contributed to the uh, to the transmission, very fast uh, transmission in the city. Malacanang says the National Task Force will evaluate the ground-level response of Cebu City for one week, establish an NTF emergency operations center, and designate a Visayas deputy implementer for Region 7 and the Visayas. COVID-19 cases in the Philippines now at 30,682. That's after the health department recorded 630 new infections. 467 cases were detected in the past three days, while 163 others have also been validated. Eight more fatalities were recorded, bringing the, de the total death toll to 1,177. 250 more patients have recovered from the illness, bringing total recoveries to 8,143. And worldwide, the novel coronavirus has infected nearly 9 million people, according to the latest tally by Johns Hopkins University. More than 468,000 have died, while over 4.4 million have recovered from the disease. The U.S. remains the worst hit country with over 2 million cases and nearly 120,000 deaths. It's followed by Brazil, which hit more than a million cases. The Philippine government is stepping up efforts to repatriate the remains of over 200 migrant officers, rather workers, who died of various cases in Saudi Arabia. Malacanang says Philippine authorities are arranging chartered flights to the Middle East to bring the cadavers home. Saudi Arabia had given the Philippines three days to repatriate the remains of 282 OFWs, including 50 who died of COVID-19. But Philippine Labor Secretary Silvestre Bellu III says the interagency task force has decided the Philippines who succumbed from COVID-19 in the Gulf state will be buried there. 
the Duterte administration poised to bring to China's attention again the matter of unpaid damages to the crew of a Philippine boat that a Chinese vessel rammed in West Philippine Sea last year. But Foreign Secretary Teddy Luxin Jr. says the Philippine Justice Department has yet to determine the due compensation for the FB Jemver fishermen. I'm sure they'll come up with it very soon. China has responded. They have said that it is the fault of, of, the, of the Chinese vessel. And uh, the question is the, is the damages. And um, now that you mention it, okay, I'll bring it up again. FB Jemver's owner welcomes news that the government will pursue payment for damages anew. In June 2019, a suspected Chinese militia vessel left 22 Filipino fishermen off FB Jemver adrift for hours after the sinking of their boat off Reed Bank. The National Bureau of Investigation begins its probe into the rape threat against Frankie Pangilinan, daughter of Filipino actress Sharon Cuneta and Senator Francis Pangilinan. Now this comes after Cuneta posted on Instagram an alleged quote from a man who threatened to rape her daughter. The agency says the incident could be deemed as light threat or unjust vexation, which is punishable by up to 12 years. Sir, meron na directive sa amin yung COIC ng NBI, sir, mm -hmm. uh, para tingnan yung issue. Tinitingnan namin yung kung ano ang saan kami mag-uumpisa, mm -hmm. ano magiging lead. Frankie Pangilinan recently made headlines for starting an online movement that sought to end sexual violence against women in the Philippines. State volcanologists closely monitoring the Canlaon volcano in Negros Island. This after the Philippine Institute of Volcanology and Seismology recorded a total of 136 volcano tectonic earthquakes on the west flanks of the volcano within a 24-hour period. The agency also observed the emission of white steam-laden plumes that rose 200 meters from the volcano's vent. The Canlaon volcano has been under alert level 1 since March, which means it has entered a period of unrest. There will be no hearings at the House of Representatives on the ABS-CBN franchise this week. The House of Representatives Joint Committee hearings will resume on Monday, June 29 instead. Committee on Legislative Franchises Chair Franz Chicoy Alvarez says it was a mutual decision by the House and ABS-CBN because the company needed more time to submit documents and lawmakers needed more time to study them. The agenda for this week was supposed to be interpolations on the alleged violations of the ABS-CBN franchise and alleged unfair labor practices. Party list lawmaker Lito Atienza meanwhile believes the House can already vote on the matter. He blasts critics of the network who insist on allegations without substantial evidence. He also says the hearings on ABS-CBN are the longest the House has conducted on any franchise application. Over in the U.S., at least two people are dead while seven others are wounded in a shooting incident in the city of Charlotte in the state of North Carolina. Police say there was evidence of multiple shooters, but it wasn't immediately clear whether anyone was in custody. Authorities add five other people were hit by vehicles after the shooting. Now, this is a developing story and we'll give you more detail in later newscasts. And those were the latest. I'm Denise Densai. For more updates, subscribe to the ANC YouTube channel, like us on Facebook, and follow us on Twitter.